Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the show, Mind Your Marketing. I'm your host, Jordan Shelton. Today, we are getting into how you as a social media marketer can balance the importance and recognizing the importance of the algorithm, but also not sacrificing your creativity, you know, in an effort to chase the algorithm or to make sure that we're up to date with the latest content. So I want to go through how I look at both the importance of the algorithm, how to balance it, really how I approach this from a social media perspective, and hopefully it helps you out as well. So anyone who's been in the game for a minute, you know, as well as I do, that there is almost only one certainty in social media, and that is algorithms are going to change. They are going to change way faster than we can keep up with them. So that is something that from the outset, you know, if we have that as the foundation that the algos are going to change, okay, now that should impact how we go about our content planning. Now, this is something that I think about, you know, if you're a brand that religiously is following algo changes, there's a problem here because that is over-indexing the importance of making the content popular versus maybe making the content more on brand and or scalable when it comes to creating it. So although something is popular and you know, you're feeding the machine, you're dancing for the algorithm, so to speak, it might not be the best thing for your brand. Now, let's dive into this a little bit more, why I think that. I think that one, if you're chasing the algorithm, doing the latest trends, doing what we call like hacky edits to try to get impressions, followers, etc., eventually that could come across as very inauthentic. And the first problem if you're chasing the algorithm is, well, one, the speed to production isn't going to be there. You are constantly going to be playing a reactive content game. That's going to make long-term planning nearly impossible when it comes to content. Two, you're going to be over-indexing the importance of popularity via impressions versus connection and actual deep connection and brand impact with your customers. So let's dive a little deeper into you know how I see that really. And I'll use an example. If I were to go to the mall and light my hair on fire and run through the mall, I'm going to get a lot of attention, but would anybody trust and buy from me? I doubt it. So I think about that when it comes to brands and ourselves hopping on trends on social, chasing the algorithm. If we are constantly in a state of look at me, look how special I am. I am feeding the machine with the latest dance, the latest hacky edit, whatever it may be. Eventually, that's one, going to get played out. Two, you're going to burn out your team. And three, consumers are going to stop actually noticing your brand in the noise. You're just going to be another brand doing the latest sound, doing the latest trend, et cetera. People remember the trends. They don't remember the people who took part in the trends. And that's a really, really important distinction. I'll say again, people remember trends. They don't remember people or brands that took part in the trend. So when we look at this, right, what are the risks if we over-index the algorithm? One, creativity takes a backseat. If we're just continually adapting and changing our strategy, to appease, you know, where an algorithm is today, that's a problem. Two, you have a massive brand identity dilution. So let's just talk about that a little bit. If your brand stands for something, has a tone, has aligned visual components online, and you go through and start to just throw those to the wind and do whatever is popular, you run the risk of looking like one, every other brand. Two, it's very easy to replicate for any competitors. And three, your consumer or the potential customer is going to lose that brand recognition, familiarity, et cetera. So that's why things like color palettes and logo standards actually do matter as much as we might hate them. They do matter. And ultimately, the, the biggest risk I think from this is 
a lack of authenticity that our consumers will start to see if we are just doing things to appease an algorithm, they're going to see right through that. Like we all know that when we've all created content where we have hit that button and we've seen, we've hit the button to hit publish and we've seen or felt that ah, this really one wasn't fulfilling creatively. And two, I feel like I'm just, yeah, dancing for the machine, so to speak. So that's where I want to look at how do we balance creativity in this? Now, I think creativity, having a system to to facilitate that and, and, and putting that forward is really the, the true backbone of any great marketing plan, social media plan. That's because when you're actually being creative and doing what you like and doing what the brand can execute on, you're going to block out some of that noise. And that's going to allow you to create consistently and actually stand out. While everybody else is doing the same TikTok dance, you're going to be an interrupt in the feed by doing something different and actually sticking to your brand and sticking to the stories that you have. So I think there's a major, major advantage there with one, building a strong brand identity, two, having deeper connection with the audience. So Sean Peary, he's uh, my first million podcast host. And he always says, he's like, my goal is to be known well, not well known. And I really think brands can take that to heart too. Think about having deep connections, not just being known by a million people or known by a bunch of people. Who do we actually have deep connections with? What consumers will go to bat for us, tell their friends about us? That's the stuff that's going to matter at the end of the day when it comes to actually pushing, you know, pushing sales through the door. That's going to be the huge thing is having people on your side who feel deeply connected to the brand. And then I'll say this, if you lean into a creative strategy or, or a strategy, sorry, that puts creativity first. So doing things that you actually want to do that create that maybe are different than what's popular right now, but you know that it hits with customers and you feel good making it, well, that's going to lead to long-term success because it's repeatable over the long term. People can't copycat you as easily. To if you are feeling proud about the content you put out, then that is going to be the jet fuel for your team, right? If we have pride in behind what we're doing and some longevity, some thinking and permanency when we build our content, hey, will this content be good a year from now? Will this content be good six months from now? Okay, that's going to help when we start to create this and actually think about our customer first instead of the algorithm. But this isn't to say, and I, I say this all because if I just came on here and said, look, don't care about the algorithm at all and go and, and post whatever you want and, and don't learn, that would be a little bit disingenuous too because it's part of our job, right? If you are a brand marketer, if you are on the, the social team, you do have to see what works, but you have to define what the word works means for you first. What is that? Is that saves of content? Is that people who reach out? Is it purely impressions? What does that look like, right? The minute we can define that, then we can have a KPI to really hold our content up against. So that's the first part, right? We have to account for the algorithm. The algorithm and algorithms are partly driven by the platforms, but also by how people are interacting with content. So we do want to think about and learn from if people want to see more video, you know, that might be something we have to figure out especially if it's our potential customers, if they're responding to video. Now, that doesn't mean you can't go make video your own or have it fall within a brand identity. Of course you can. So that's where I would say, okay, we know we have to deliver content in a certain format, but if we can do so in a way that's authentic to the brand, we're going to win. And that's what I would, would lean into. Next, I mean, I would really look at when you do this, we have to think about our customers first. So what do they want? How are they reacting? And how are they, how are they seeing our content online? right? Take this YouTube channel, for instance, or if you're listening on the podcast, I can put out a clip from this podcast and it could be a YouTube short, a TikTok, et cetera, and go and it can get thousands of views. But 
none of those people will come back or a very small percentage of those people will actually come back and watch the long form content. However, the people that are listening to this in their car right now or watching this on YouTube and watching the whole video, you're actually getting to know me, right? You're building a, a connection with me that I would way rather have than the vanity metric of, oh, look, that TikTok kind of popped off and got some views. So that's where I want us to think too from the brand's perspective as we build this out. If you're getting that loyal fandom and people coming back over and over again, don't discredit it. It's very, very, very valuable. And ultimately for me, that's how I think about and weigh the difference or not difference, but how they work together, the creativity, you know, versus the algorithm. You got to account for the algorithm. I think it is an amazing tool, but it should never lead, should never lead strategy. You got into this field because you are a creative. You got into this field because you have ability to, to come up with stories, to tell stories, to do so creatively and on brand. Being in a constant state of reflexing and reacting to the algorithm it's not a way to flex those creative muscles. So I would just say have the confidence to lean into that creativity and know that you can you can make great stuff. And I, I really believe that. So yeah, until next time, guys, this is it. This is the new, uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, this is a new studio setup. So I hope, uh, hope you like it. And yeah, I will catch y'all on the next episode of Mind Your Marketing. Talk later. Cheers. Cheers.